Hello everybody, welcome back or welcome to the Earth Decor podcast. Today we're going to be talking about connecting to others. So probably the thing we are all missing out the most in 2021. Um, I think might as well take it, might as well talk about it. I'll share some stories about uh, making friends in the UK. Talk about the current state of my social life. And I'll even talk about how I kind of look at socializing or I look at being a good friend so hopefully um you enjoy it let's get into it and uh I know see you on the other side so the place to start actually is um in grade 12 um, I had a lot of spare time on my hands and I don't think I was maybe the best friend back then I still don't think I'm the best friend and um I had this game um, my brother had downloaded on our PS3, and it always kind of interested me, but uh, I never knew if I'd get into it. So I think uh, one day it's it the weekend, I was like, you know what, like worst case scenario, um, I just play it for a little bit, and, and I drop it. And um, this game, it's uh, the, the opening kind of takes about half an hour, and I'm pretty, pretty sure I started it quite late. So the whole time, I was absolutely glued to the screen. So the game is Persona 3. Um, and in it, you play a in any Persona game, you always play a male um, Japanese high school student. And you always move somewhere new. Um, and you always get in some sort of mystery where you have to save um, the world. And you do this through using parts of your personality called uh, a Persona. Now, to make your Persona more powerful and to get allies, you have to make friends. And the game, it switches between a life simulator and a dungeon crawler. But I was always really drawn to the life simulator parts and the making of friends. Um, to raise your friendship level, or your social link level, or confidant level, you need to spend more time with the individual. And you generally have to do little things for them, especially in Persona 5. You have to do little like sub-quests. You might need to uh, beat someone up um, or get them an item. You also have to earn their respect by getting your own character's skills higher. And, and I realized I had all these people I was spending time with, but I didn't, it wasn't intentional time. I wasn't actually adding anything to their life. And not that you need to add things to your friends' lives. Um, generally existing with them is usually pretty great, but I wasn't um, doing anything that showed that I valued them. And when I started doing that a little bit, I noticed, um, I made some more friends and that has been sort of the thing I've tried to keep in the back of my mind for the rest of my life that you actually should uh, be intentional and make sure you spend intentional time with your friends or valuable time with your friends. The other thing that I think is incredibly important is knowing your love language. Now, I used to work at a summer camp and we do our love languages all the time um, and that was so they could, I don't know, treat us like good employees or they'd know how to um, best fill us up as working at a camp is very stressful but um the thing that I got out of it most is that I really value quality time with people so for myself the best way you can be a friend to me is spend quality time with me like listening to this podcast as you're already doing um I'll get into that this is a little parasocial but um well since I know those two things I have that world view in that I need to be spending intentional time with people or I need to be um, making sure I'm doing things for people or um, 
actually be an active or taking an active role in my friendships uh, to get the stronger persona and that I incredibly value quality time. I know I can um, work towards to sort of maximizing in heavy quotation marks my friendships. Um, so once you kind of know your love language, I would say you'd be a little bit more intentional with how you socialize. So maybe you're someone who really values gift giving and gift receiving, then you can uh, generally, I guess, give people gifts and hope they, they give them back. Um, maybe you are a physical touch type person and uh, the only way you make friends is, uh, I don't know, getting into hockey fights with people. But uh, whatever is your thing, you need to know it so you can be intentional with, uh, with your connections to others. When I moved to the UK, um, I had a, had a golden rule that I, I decided I need to follow because uh, my, one of my biggest worries is that uh, the only people I'd be able to connect with, be friends with, is my coworkers. And if I hated my job or if it was like a weekend or something, I wouldn't be able to see them and I'd have nothing to do. So that's actually why I picked the place I live uh, and that I have housemates and we all sort of share similar spaces, which are common areas. and. That is why I, I followed probably my, my biggest golden rule in life is that if you if you show up to the gym at opening time every day, at least consistently, you, you will make friends. Um, and that is how I met three of my really good friends in this country. So Stuart, um, he's in his 80s in fantastic shape. He used to be a cop in Hong Kong. So he's a, he's a British person. I finished his education in the UK and then he moved to Hong Kong. He was a cop got married, retired, and came back to the UK, and now just lives in Chesham. Pretty sure literally all he does is work out, like, um, he also cycles everywhere. He has, a, he has an electric bike, Chesham's full of hills, and he can't quite do the hills anymore, but um, he got an electric bike so he can do those. And often, if I'm if I'm biking to school and he sees me, he'll, he'll turn up the motor and absolutely blow past me. That is the worst possible feeling, because you know everyone watching just saw me get smoked by this old person. Uh, there's a guy named Nick, um, he used to be in the Navy, and now he works in photocopying. Um, and I don't know, he's just a cool guy. Um, he's, uh, I, I work with his wife, which is kind of cool, and she's really into fitness, and uh, gives, gives me lots of good pointers, um, which I can ignore, because uh, there's no way I'm going to be ever as strong as him, or as um, willing, willing to put in the amount of pain he does. Um, to become successful in the gym though um, he's he's working on a half marathon uh, right now and I casually ran one the other weekend so um, looks like the the uh, masters now become the uh, student in that situation then there's Alex the um the guy who opens the gym and he's just a cool guy uh, every once in a while we'll have beers so that's fun um, and the gym actually does something really really special that uh, really helps grow friendships and that the first Friday of every month they do a bacon buddy day um, so bacon buddies uh, for the North American listeners you essentially have bacon in a bun um, they call them like bacon rolls over here as well and uh, they actually actually got vegan ones for me so um, every bacon buddy day we'd all end our workouts slightly earlier shower and then uh, sit around and, and shoot the shit uh, and just chat it up so it's a good time and uh, I really think 
that was uh, was quite important. And I know this isn't really about friendships. Um, it's sort of moving into gym territory, but uh, when I was choosing a gym here, there's a, a couple that I went to, and I definitely picked the one that had the best uh, community feel to it. So people put away their weights and stuff. It's very clear that um, there's a good crew of regulars. And I think that is something um, that you can really leverage um, in, in your friendship-making endeavors, is that if you uh, fi find a place that's very clearly has a community about it and you continue to show up, they will eventually accept you. They, they really have to, or um, if, if they don't, you'll probably stop liking it and start, start uh, going somewhere else. But I would say that uh, this is a good time for making friends. Um, I guess another another funny story is um, for how, how I met Erin actually, um, and she will she will lie she will lie about the story if we ever do an episode. I guarantee she will discredit it on um, how we met. But um, it was it was my first week off in this country. I had like no plans. Like well, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, so I was, I was frantically googling like things to do in London, and this was I think like the Friday before um, the the break. And uh, I was like, okay, this thing called Veg Fest, um, which is is a big vegan festival. I was like, okay, I can I can get tickets, um, still. So I I went, and while I was there, I I didn't really know what was going on, but I was like, okay, well, I I'm sure I can meet people, um. So I went there, and and uh, of course it was very like capitalist, um, plant based capitalism, was go going on. But uh, I noticed there's some social things. So there's like a board game stuff. And uh, speed dating, I was like, oh, speed dating is interesting to me. So um, I, I decided to go. They got mad at me because I, I didn't sign up beforehand, but uh, they still let me in. And um, when I was there, I just like tried to tried to put on as um, like happy, <laughs> outgoing, extroverted face as I could. Um, and tried to be as excited about life as I could. And uh, if you've ever been to speed dating, you all wear a number. And after you talk, you can kind of put a yes or a no. And if you both put yes, it's just like Tinder, you you match and you get the contact information. Um, so I did that and uh, I basically suicide swiped speed dating. Um, and of course, uh, I, I met some people through that and then I got with a few of them more than once. Um, and then Aaron as well. Uh, and then we, we essentially started seeing each other. But um, I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things like I thought worst case scenario, I learned something. So there's no there's no like risk. Like I don't know these people. I'm likely never gonna see them again. There's how many people living in London. Um, so what's what's the point of not doing it? And uh and I went there. I was genuinely excited about most British things because um I was still quite new to the country, is just over a month landing there and uh I was also I guess exotic. And, and have had an accent. Apparently, I still have one, but um, it was it was all around a good time. Um, I guess probably my my last um, I guess tip, if if you can call them that, um, is is what I call um, random encounter manipulation, or um, what what I do in public. So Saskatchewan has has a, the problem of you always run into people you know. And, uh, and especially right now, um, in, in, I think, 2021, late 2020, 
the thing we, we get the least is, is random encounters. So everyone you talk to, you have a reason to talk to, or everyone you see in person, you have a reason to see in person, and because we're, we're trying to minimize um, contact. So what I do is, um, for example, I'm allowed to go work in the school, so I go work in the school. And if I ever need water, I don't go to the little office that's attached to my classroom. I go to the, the uh, main staff room or the main staff area to get water because it raises my chance of actually being able to interact with people I don't necessarily need to interact with and therefore I get some sort of like positive social situation and get to actually learn something new or um, hear something different than I, than I would if I just saw the, uh, the people that I regularly see. Uh, another thing is I always like get groceries on usually Saturday morning and uh, there's a shop at the end, other end of High Street. They, they've been doing quite well off me um, <laughs> during this pandemic because uh, High Street is what we call Main Streets here. But uh, I'll make sure I walk walk to it and like check it out, buy something so I'm not rude. Um, and nine times out of ten, I'll run into someone I know, um, not, not known well enough to like set up a social situation with um, or like hang out with. But uh, someone I know well enough to like stop and talk to on the street, and those are always I don't know enjoyable situations for me. Probably not the most COVID safe, but I do wear a mask, wear your mask, and wash your hands. Um, but through that, I get to get to have those like encounters that I don't think anyone ever does anymore. And I don't know. I just really value them. So um, you know, get that uh, random encounter manipulation up and see how it works for you. It should work pretty well in Saskatchewan with uh, the lack of people. And if it isn't working, you just gotta, gotta make new friends. Um, now, those are just, I guess, three tangential stories, or maybe if you want to take them as advice. But uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, my current situation really reflects the, the joy that, that came out of those stories. So let's look into that. So my current social calendar, I think like everyone, is uh, is quite bad right now, which, which is, is fair. Um, it's definitely a, a dark time due to lockdown. I'm not really supposed to go see Aaron as well. Uh, my roommates don't really want me taking that risk because I put them at risk. And um, like schools are closed, so we don't even see students anymore. Um, we're not allowed to do really any any socializing you're allowed to exercise with one person outside of um outside of your house but uh even even then you have to be actually exercising a lot of people have been getting fined if they just like get a coffee and sit on a park bench so it's been a little wild yeah but i guess there's there's been some things that uh are really i don't know a a light uh in the, in this current bad time so, like I mentioned, I'm not not able to see see students right now. But um, every every day we have something called form time. So in the UK, you're um, often a form tutor, and these are a group of kids. Um, you don't necessarily teach them all the time, but you're there for what we call pastoral support. So you're sort of their parents in the school. If they're having an issue, it kind of goes to you, and you're the ones who chase them up if um, something's going wrong. You're also the one that that's supposed to hype them up the most, and uh, be, be sort of, um, as, as I said, a parent. So um, we have form time every day but Wednesday for half an hour, and uh, that has been definitely enjoyable. Um, I've definitely been slacking on what I'm supposed to be doing with the, uh, with the group, and we've been playing sort of online games, 
like um, not necessarily Kahoot, but uh, there's a quiz of the week that comes out every Friday that we do, or we just like chat. Uh, we've all, um, most of us have picked up like little little goals that we're working towards, or like uh, little challenges that we're trying to do, and we, we talk about those. Otherwise, um, like we sort of have themed conversations. So Monday is always talking about WandaVision as that's currently airing. And lots of my students are Marvel fans. Um, but essentially, the the uh, even though it's like a, a form more meeting or, or like a, a Teams meeting, essentially or a Zoom call, um, we've we've somehow made made it into a very positive community. So the the chat is always bumping. It's it's literally like a Twitch chat. Um, we're always memeing and stuff like that, and it's just been like incredibly fun. And like the students look forward to it. I look forward to it. So. Um, I think in that aspect, my um, relationship with at least those kids has been positively influenced by this. Um, even though I don't don't get to see students in some of my classes, you hardly get any engagement. Um, you definitely see that. Another, I guess, benefit of this um, is also lots of the shyer students uh, spend a lot more time online than they they like to do in person, and that is definitely transferred into online teaching. So some of the students that like you know are really good kids um uh, but they just like don't like to talk in front of the group they've been absolutely like killing it in in the uh online school so even though um it's been negative that i don't get to see any of the students and i hardly see any of my coworkers anymore um you definitely get those like kids coming out of the woodwork um another thing i would I see is sort of a negative um and, and not that not a negative in that I dislike my Canadian friends, uh, but I've probably been spending equal time with my Canadian friends as I do my UK friends right now, um, which I, I think is certainly interesting. Um, but there, there's been a few things um, that I've been doing def definitely to like try to help help keep my friendship with uh, with my Canadian friends. So something I've been doing for the last um, I guess maybe since I moved out. The parents is um is I sent like a, a Christmas letter you know the um like soccer mom writes the Christmas letter has a section about each of their kids um and I've been doing that um and this year I decided instead of typing them and just like mailing a typed copy of the little note like hey thinking of you um I would I would write or send less and handwrite them all um so that was something I I really enjoyed doing and uh. And so far, I've got got a lot of responses, so that's pretty good. And uh, I think when you write a letter, you there's something tangible, so you can send a text or whatever. You can listen to this podcast, but there's nothing you can hold in your hand. And uh, with the letter, like when when you're done reading it, you actually have to do something with it. Um, so you kind of have to decide if you recycle it or keep it. Um, and you're also like physically handling something that your friend has physically handled, which um. When you're halfway across the world, at least at least it means a lot to me. Um, and then with with my UK friends, of course, since we're not really allowed to socialize outside of the house, um, my roommate Jim has been really really good at this. He's uh he's a big into drag race, which I am as well. I actually really enjoy it. Um, and we watched the Canadian drag race previously, but the UK drag race is airing right now, so we watch that. We usually watch Wandavision on Saturday afternoons. Um. And just have some beers and hang out. So it's just something that we can do. Then we'll usually play some Smash Bros or maybe some Mario Kart. It's just like kind of setting that social time there. It's been I don't know, maybe maybe quite valuable. 
usually in the evening we'll like peace out to our computers uh, to hang out with our, our other friends as like my friends are all about seven eight hours behind um, so can't really be social until the evening but uh, at least that's that's definitely a positive is that we can be social and that uh, we set up that sort of Saturday afternoon for something to do this is about being being intentional right and uh, and spending spending some quality time with each other for better or for worse even if it's watching TV or um, just playing smash not that playing smash is invaluable and I do love it um, I guess another thing that I really enjoy is Erin uh, and I we have our Friday date nights in heavy quotation mark as uh we usually just watch shitty tv um so currently we've been watching bridgerton on netflix um i would i would not recommend it it's it's um quite a quite a weird show um it's very strange but uh it is hilarious because it's quite bad so that's uh i guess another example of me being intentional and spending that spending that quality time i so so much crave uh but let's i do Feel like i'd be amiss if i don't touch on sort of the negative aspect of socializing through a podcast which i'm currently doing so this being a podcast is a one-way conversation um and which we, we call parasocial relationships or not we as an i but um the science or the, the research calls it a parasocial relationship and and we're seeing these um or at least you see these lots with people sort of becoming friends uh, with streamers or streamers and youtubers and content creators trying to create this with their audience so the audience feels like a friend to them and then they're more likely to listen to their stuff spend money um subscribe to them on spotify you know stuff like that um so obviously um, i don't just want a parasocial relationship with you and uh, the whole reason i'm making this podcast is um so i can a talk talk about things that are interesting to me be a little bit creative and still do something to to uh, put that that um, little handshake out out for my friends. So if they ever want something to talk to me about, they can always be like, "Hey, I listened to your episode." We used to do this through YouTube videos, of course, with my channel uh, Cooking with Corey, which I don't upload anymore because uh, students found it. But um, this is my new creative hobby to. Um, Try and put some some light into into the current darkness that is twenty twenty. Um, but with that, have a have a good one. Um, I don't know. Like, comment, subscribe. Get at me if you ever want to be on the show. You know, give give me a holler. Um, I'll either try and try and make make something that we can make an episode, or or if you want to come on and talk about something, by all means, be like, hey, let's talk about this, and uh, I'm happy to learn. Um, otherwise, you know, wear a mask, um, treat your, treat yourself like you love yourself and don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done. I'm going to see you all here, um, as soon as possible once, once the situation is, is over. Um, so bye.